0: Rugby Podcast. It is Super Rugby AU final week this week. It's the Brumbies taking on the Reds at GIO Stadium on Saturday night, and it's going to be an absolute belter in the nation's capital. And to help take us through it, a little bit later, we'll be chatting to 2011 Super Rugby champion, Will Genia. But right away, off the bat, it's great to be chatting to Brumbies scrum half, Nick White. Nick, thanks so much for joining us today, mate. Um, How's the week off been?
1: Yeah, it was
2: good. Um, you know, we, we got through a lot of work. Um, you know, the extra week's good to to re- recover some sore bodies. It was, a, it was a big game out there in Queensland and, um you know, we feel pretty well prepared and now we're into that uh, end of the final week and just uh, just, just doing our best to, to enjoy it. You know, these final weeks don't come around very often.
0: Yeah, um, exactly right. We'll, I was going to say it's been know, a pretty brutal last few weeks of Super Rugby yeah. AU, so it must have been nice to... For all those big bodies and, and and the bodies to recover down there in Canberra.
2: Yeah, like I'm, I'm sure we would have been fine if we had to had to go into another week. Like you saw the saw the Reds, <laughs> they were fine. But you know, um, if you, if you got the extra week, how good to uh, to recover a few sore bodies. Obviously, it's scrum off. I'm I'm not too uh, I wasn't too battered, but you know, there's some there's some front rowers that come in and certainly appreciate the day or two extra to. You know, to, to sort out that neck and back. So, um, you know, for the big boys up front, they, uh, they they certainly enjoy a week off.
0: Yeah, I bet they did. Now that that <laughs> loss a couple of weeks ago to the Reds, I mean, uh, there was sort of the the mentality from Queensland. They wanted to give you guys something to think about. That was the that was sort of the the message we heard um, post that game. What have you guys had to think about after that loss to the Reds a couple of weeks ago?
2: Um, yeah, look the. They were really good. I think first and foremost, they were just really good. You know, there's nothing wrong with, um, you know, coming off the field and, um, you know, tipping the hat to a better team on the night. Um, you know, they, they really they set the intensity. Um, I thought we did a lot of good things. Um, yeah, you know, we weren't a million miles away. Um, certainly some areas for us to, to go away and look at. Um, and, you know, I think it, uh, they certainly did give us um, you know, so, so some things to look at You know, they are really good that night um, You know, so yeah. hopefully um, You know, when they come down here into, to, to Canberra this weekend you know, we can uh, turn the tide um, You know, we've certainly been working hard Over the last, you know, the week off And this week to, to make sure We're, we're in uh, the right frame of mind To, to do so
0: yeah, it was a uh, a big win from you guys the last time you played them at Canberra Stadium. That was a it kinda went down to the wire too. It was a it was a nail biting old night, and then Mac Hansen uh slotted the winner. So there's not much between these two sides, is there? No, there isn't.
2: Um, you know, two good sides. Um mate, hopefully it doesn't come down to the wire this weekend. Uh hopefully we've got got it uh sorted out before then. But I oh, mate like you know, like I said before, they're a really good side. Um, you know, we obviously back ourselves, but um, you know, we, we know what we're coming up against this weekend, um, and that's a, a, a you know a bloody good young side uh, in Queensland. So uh, it's an exciting. It's going to be an exciting challenge for us. Um, you, know, and, you know, certainly one we're glad we're we're taking on down here in Canberra.
0: How have you enjoyed coming back to Australian rugby and playing in this Super Rugby AU competition? As I said before, it's been a brutal last couple of weeks. Very, very physical standard of rugby and style of rugby. But what's it been like coming back from the UK and, and settling back into Aussie rugby?
2: Um, yeah, she's been a she's been a whirlwind of a couple of months. Um, but uh, no, I've, I've, I've enjoyed it. It's yeah, you know, the rugby's not a whole lot um, you know different. You know, there was a lot of talk of the, the differences between Northern Hemisphere and, and Southern Hemisphere. And I think um, you know, with this day and age I think there's there's not a whole lot um difference. Obviously a little bit quicker down here, uh the the pace of it, but um, not a million million times quicker. Um, and right, there's just you know, there's there's X factor across the across the park at the moment when you've got front rollers like they are now, far out. Yeah, they <laughs> They're very impressive athletes and very skillful, and you know, um, you know the ability to to, to play footy from, from everywhere, and the ability to play from everywhere. It's it's exciting, um, you know. So it's uh, probably a little more structured up north, um, you know, the, than down here. But you know, down here they've got the ability to play from everywhere, like I said, because there is just skill everywhere.
0: Yeah, you don't want to be looking up and having Taniella Tupo running at you too often, do you? Uh, <laughs> of a week, it's it's a pretty scary proposition.
2: No, mate, I'm, my my best uh, my best hopes is the old spoke and the throw a stick in the spoke of the wheels and just hope for the best.
0: <laughs> That's it, just jump in, put the body on the line um now mate you've played in a few grand finals you over the years um you were back there in 2013 with the Brumbies when you guys made the final over there in uh in, in the Waikato um you know w- what does it take to win a grand final it's 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 never easy, is it
2: no it's not um you know, I, I won the challenge Cup with Montpellier and been to two finals now with with Exeter. Um, losing to Saracens, so yeah I've been on the been on the end of uh, a couple of very tight losses which um, I certainly know hang with you for a bloody long time and still are I've 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 certainly got it wrong in in the prep um, which which can happen yeah you can play the game before the weekend for sure Uh, I felt like I did that maybe in 2013 and played the game on Monday and Tuesday and and not Saturday, and we was almost mentally drained come the weekend. So, um, yeah, and, 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 you know, one more with Montpellier. So, mate, it's, I, th- I think Slips spoke about it. He had, a, a, a you know, obviously a great win with uh, the Reds in 2011, and he spoke about this week about enjoying it, make sure we enjoy this week, make sure we don't do anything outside of what we've been doing all year because it's been good enough. Yeah, um, so... Yeah, you know, we're just making sure we control what we can control. Enjoy this week, and uh, and just 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 believe that we are good enough down here in Canberra.
0: Just about your time over in Exeter um, and overseas, um, you know, bringing back a winning culture. I mean, Brumbies have always had a a winning culture down there, but you've certainly had a a winning culture overseas. Uh, what have you What have you seen in the other similarities around? you know, the, the, the rugby over there and then the rugby over here and, and that culture element of it as well?
2: Certainly the bedrock of um, everything Exeter did was hard work and there's absolutely no difference to, to here. Um, you know, it was the same before I left uh, and it's the same now and, you know, everything, everything this club is about is about, you know, hard work. Um, you know, if we're, we're working hard, we'll, we'll flip, we will turn the tide at some point. Um, you know, we're always in it. We're always in for a fight, you know, we are, haven't always had the, the big stars down here the rock stars but we've always been a bunch of blokes that are, that are willing to work and Exeter certainly have that and they've got a bit of stardust as well and you look at the side down here now um you know there are a bunch of guys that are willing to work hard and you've got a fair bit of stardust out there so that i think that's the that's the combination you need but first and foremost anywhere you go I mean, you know it all starts with um you know with, with, with wanting to work hard What's
0: the key going to be this Saturday night against the Queensland Reds to getting that victory? Uh, you know, there's obviously no bonus points or anything needed this week. It's, it's all about getting the victory. Uh, what's going to be the key?
2: Um, I think there's going to be many of them. You know, they've got threats all across the park and, um, and so do we. I think defence is going to be, you know, fairly important. Um, and I think it's just holding on earth, um, you know, just playing the way we want to play the game. Yeah. Um, you know, I think we we went up there to Queensland and probably forced it a little bit too much. Wanted it to happen. Um, really wanted to, to force our game onto them and uh, really played into their hands. So, you know, they're a really good side. We know they're a really good side, but maybe focusing on ourselves and uh, coming to game day. Um, you know, just just showing the best of us and, and and you know, like I said before, believing that we are good enough and 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 we truly do believe we are good enough. So, if we you know, put our best foot forward and, and show the best of what we can do. You know, the rest is out of our hands, Can control what we can control. And, um, you know, I think that, that, that'll be the key. They're, they're certainly play, playing the style that they want to play well. Let's let's play the way we want to play the game really well and see who's the best.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and and you know that's going to be a cracking game on Saturday night in front of a sold out crowd, a sold out COVID uh, limited crowd at, at Canberra Stadium in front of six thousand. But that that'll be uh, certainly helpful as well there.
2: Oh mate, awesome! Yeah, like we, we played in front of three thousand last time, and you know, three thousand uh, sounds like a little bit too, is it? It's you know it. The, the amount of noise that three thousand made, it sounded like a lot talking to the boys after the game. So six thousand's gotta be great. Um, you know. We're, we're very lucky to to be able to um play in front of that many people at the moment with, with what's going on. So um yeah, mate, it's bloody exciting. It is
0: weird times, but it also this Super Rugby Australia competition seems to have engaged um, the, the rugby crowd back a little bit. That's, that's what I feel watching it. Uh, do you guys feel the same way as well? And is that the sort of reception that you're getting for Super Rugby AU down in Canberra?
2: Yeah, definitely. There's a, you know, unfortunately, it takes a bit of a disaster to, to govern us. Uh, people, but certainly with with what rugby is going through at the moment, it's, just, it's, a, it's a little bit of a tough time for everybody, not just just rugby. Um, you know, and I think all of the community um, across Australia and the world are you know, really galvanising together to, to get through this. And if, you know, we certainly feel it in rugby that um, you know everyone who's able to help is and throwing their support behind it, and uh, that's that has a huge impact on you know, certainly uh, yeah, how you feel and your thought process around rugby. And, and it's, uh, you know, it's a pretty exciting period for Australian rugby coming up. You know, it's you know, like I said, you know, you know it's, it's sad that it's, it's taken it a, a bit of a disaster like COVID to, to come for, it, for this to happen. But, um, you know, I, I think there certainly is a feeling that there's some variety years ahead for Australian rugby. And, uh, and I just feel very lucky to be able to, be, to to come back and be a part of it. And whatever I can add, mate, I'm, I'm happy to, wherever that is.
0: Yeah, absolutely, mate. It's an exciting period of time coming up, as you said, with the, the rugby championship all being in Australia as well. Um, you have got picked in that Wallabies um, train-on squad, mate, so you must be excited about uh, uh, the next couple of months at least as well. Oh, well, mate,
2: Yeah. Like any time you get picked in a Wallaby squad, is a huge honour. Um, so you know it's uh, it's very exciting. Like I said, there, there, there's a real feeling around Australian rugby at the moment. That you know, with with the young 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 guys that are coming through, and you know, like I said before, there's you know there's talent all the way from 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 one through to fifteen. And um, you know, there's a very exciting group of coaches put together. And you know, I think there's. Yeah, there's there, you know there's certainly potential there for the next couple of years if if done right, um, you know that we can certainly go in the right direction and um, yeah, I'd, like I said, I'm just very feel very lucky to to be given an opportunity to come home and be a part of that and whatever whatever role that is, that um, I'll you know I'll, you know I'll put my best foot forward. I, you know I uh, I think this is just a like I said before anyone anyone and everyone who who has something to do with rugby is certainly throwing their support behind it. It's it's just, it's infectious, that feeling. And, and, you know, from players through to to staff, through to the fans, volunteers, it's just everyone wants rugby to do well. And, and, you know, when you're you're in a place that um, has that sort of attitude, it it brings out the best in, in everyone.
0: Yeah, it certainly does, mate, and uh, we have really enjoyed you guys watching guys run around. It's one more um, run around this Saturday night, so we wish you all the best against the Queensland Reds. It's going to be a cracking final there at GIO Stadium.
2: Thank you very much. uh, Yeah, hopefully hopefully we we can turn it on down here in Canberra for you all, and uh, yeah, good. Yeah,
0: absolutely, mate. How good. It's going to be a fantastic one. Now, stick around on the the Fox Rugby podcast. We're going to chat to Will Genier in just a second. Well, it's a great pleasure to be joined on the Fox Rugby podcast today by a Reds, Wallabies legend, Will Gennier. Will, thanks so much for joining us, mate. Now, tell us, where in the world are you at the moment?
1: Thanks for having me, mate. I'm actually in Japan. Uh, had seven months off in, uh, in Brizzy during the whole COVID um, shutdown period. But yeah, we're back. we're back in Japan now, back at work and um, really enjoying being back here and being part of some, some rugby.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It must be nice after that much time off to actually get back into it. You, while you were in Brisbane, though, I did see a, a bit of highlight action down at Yoku Road, down at GPS. You got, you got some club rugby in.
1: Tell us a little bit about that. Mate, right, it was unbelievable. It was so good to go back and initially I started out just training down at Jeeps um, just to get some rugby training. Got got a little bit sick of just doing the straight line stuff that was sort of directed to us by our club here in Japan. So I asked if I would go down and train and it just kind of snowballed to, you know, asking the club if I could play. The GPS were all on board. So, mate, it was unbelievable. It was a great experience not only to go back to grassroots footy and play some some rugby down there, but opportunity to play with my younger brother as well you know i came on for the last 30 at nine and he played 10 so certainly something i'll remember forever
0: oh mate that must have been incredible i saw you you, you grew about six inches as well mate for the try that you scored um we might clip it up for the the people on the on the podcast who are, who are watching on our little clips as well it was a pretty impressive vertical leap you got there mate
1: Mate, the funny, funny thing about it is Samu is a Jeeps boy as well, and he was, he was he was running water, and he said to me, he said, "Mate, if you don't do anything good, you're a waste of space. You shouldn't be here."
2: <laughs>
1: so I felt that pressure to actually do something good. So to finally score a try, when I scored the try, he walked over and he goes, "Damn it, you actually did something good." But, uh, mate, it was just good fun. It was just good
0: fun. Good stuff, mate. And uh, obviously um, this week we're previewing the Super Rugby final. The Brumbies are taking on the Reds. Super Rugby AU final, I should say. Uh, A little bit different. But, mate, you played in a championship winning side with the Queensland Reds. Um, You've been there. You've done that. Take us back to 2011. Uh, What was – obviously you guys had a bit of a run leading into 2011. It was a couple of lean years before that. Uh, you know before that 2010 season when you guys all came together Um, so in 2010 you guys just missed out on the finals what was it like leading into that season with you and Mackenzie and uh, and what was the the I guess the theme of the season
1: but I think the biggest thing for us was that we were very fortunate that we had a group of guys that had played age group rugby you know through 16s through schoolboys, through 19s and all that sort of that sort of pathway we we'd stuck together we're very fortunate that the organization um, kept us together and I think in keeping us together we were able to feed off the confidence from one another and grow you know that that familiarity and that being comfortable with your mates around you allowed us to actually express ourselves on the field and I think um, as we grew we we grew individually but also collectively and I think going into uh, the 2011 season on the back of 2010 I think Ewan's big thing for us was he wanted us to play. He wanted us to play rugby that would make Queensland proud, and I know that can be quite a, a cliche thing, but he said, "Look, I don't care about results. I just care about the process. What I want people to walk away from a game thinking is they're courageous, they're tough, they're brave, they work hard for each other." And I think that was that, that, that was a huge thing for us because so often as rugby players, you concentrate so much on the result. You want to win. You know, you, you want to be standing there after the game having won and holding up a trophy, but We were so process driven and I think that allowed us to release a bit of the pressure of worrying about the result and just concentrate on growing our game and growing as individuals.
0: It was quite the year, wasn't it? I mean, it feels like yesterday, but it was, you know, almost 10 years ago now. And, and you know, Queensland had gone through the floods early that year. You know, Suncorp Stadium was underwater. Um, and, and I guess that making Queensland proud thing was was such a, a poignant message to to try and send to the team. You, you also, um, you had some, some wonderful players, as you said, in that team. Talk us through James Hall as a leader. He was the... He was the the captain of the side. I mean, you had lots of leaders across the field. But, but what was he like as a leader?
1: Well, I think first and foremost, he was a world-class player. You know, you look back and you watch him around that sort of 2010, 11, 12 period. He was just he – he was phenomenal. Just a big body with great work, great, great ball carrier. Defensively, you know, busted a gut to, to, to make sure he was working out of the inside, the outside with his defenders. And I think as a leader, he just he, – he, he was quite – charismatic in the sense that he could galvanize a group you know he was he was very well spoken uh, and just being i think a big physical presence you sort of looked at him and you wanted to follow him and i think for a, for a group of players that at that time were quite young i think he was certainly the leader that we needed at, at that time
0: and then you you obviously yourself at, at scrum half and then your combination with quaid it's spoken about a lot I guess what I want to know is um, you know, how did you guys get to that point? So the the couple of years beforehand, again, we were talking about lean years for Queensland and and then you you get to 2011 and it's just this world-class combination between yourself and Quaid. What what was the, what was it like behind the scenes working to that point?
1: Mate. So the thing is, Jimmy Mackay was a guru. He, 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 so his big thing was that he wanted to understand the players that he had within that group and then build a game style and a game plan based on the strengths and the weaknesses of, of us as individual players. So he quickly realised that myself and Quaid were players that liked to play off instinct and play what was in front of us. So he stripped back the structure completely. We had pretty much two cores. You know, Broncos was to hit through the middle, Cowboys was to go wide. And, then off, and, and, and the forwards would always just work out to go the same way. But then on the back of that, he, he gave us the freedom to play what we saw, whether it was to snap back on the short side, whether it was to keep going the same way, whether it was to play off nine, play off 10, take the kicking space with the little toppies off nine or off 10, whatever it was, we were just very fortunate that we were blessed with him as a coach because that freedom sort of allowed us to go out there, play, make mistakes, do good things. And in the process of doing good things, like obviously that further perpetuates you doing those good things, but also on the back of failing, it allows you to learn. You know, too often you find that like players will go out there and make mistakes and um, they won't want to try, continue to try to do things. Whereas we were so fortunate that we had him. You know, there were times like after games, he'd come in and he'd sit myself and quiet down and be like, what are you guys doing? Here? Ewan, Ewan's absolutely blowing me up, telling me that you shouldn't be doing this. But he would say, I'll stick up for you as long as I see you doing the work in training so that you can go out there and try these things. So he was huge for us, very, like huge.
0: Mate, Jim McKay's there as well. I guess we'll talk about him shortly when I sort of talk about this year's crop. Um, just finally on that 2011 team, the final against the Crusaders. So this weekend we've got a final against the the Brumbies, the Reds v the Brumbies. Um, that final that year, I mean, both sides had had their you know their challenges. The Crusaders were on the road for all year. Uh, it, it, you know, the, it's it's almost a in a weird way similar to this year. You know, there's teams that have been on the road all year. Um, and, and, you know, there's been some disasters and some things along the way. But that final, that night at Suncorp, what did it take to win that game? Uh, you know, it was in the balance till the very end. Mate,
1: to be honest with you, when I think, right, what it took to win that game was probably, probably two things, trust and defence. I think, you know, we, we were, like, in terms of defence, we were a team that loved playing attacking rugby, loved attacking footy. But we also prided ourselves a lot on defence. You know, we... Um, it was, it was an area of our game that we paid a hell of a lot of attention to. And we were fortunate at that time to have Matty, um, Tatsy, Matty Taylor, who's now the Wallabies defence coach. And he was very thorough in terms of his um, his detail leading into games as far as the opposition threats, what to expect and things like that. And we wanted to be a team that would outwork teams, specifically in defence. And we, as, as a group of players, we used to get such a kick out of um, defending our line and, and holding opposition teams out. So that certainly was... Um, a big part towards, I think, winning that game. And then just trust. You build so much trust with each other uh, when when you work hard through training. And when I think back to 2011 and probably, you know, 10, 11, 12, or whatever it is around that time, we we used to work so incredibly hard at training. Like, we were so competitive with each other in training to the point where we'd be having fights, we'd be having arguments because we wanted to win everything. And I think that actually built trust within uh, the team because we knew that because we were competing with each other and working hard, but when we got out there, we were ready. And, and we had like a, just a, an absolute trust in each other's abilities. And that
0: night, unforgettable night at Suncorp Stadium, uh, the, the celebrations afterwards were, were famous. Uh, your try as well, I mean, Clarkey's call on that try still gets replayed ad nauseum uh, uh-huh. here at Fox Sports. Um, you know, what are your memories of the, of the, the great moments of that night?
1: To be honest, the, the one memory that sticks out of my mind, and I don't know if it's a great one, was they, I think Brad Thorne gets held up over the line. Uh, they go for a scrum and they um, they get a penalty off it, but they pretty much push us off the park. And I remember thinking to myself, if they go for a scrum here again, they'll get a penalty try or they'll score off the back of it, but they kick for, kick for goal. And then I remember thinking at that moment, I think they went up by three or whatever it was. I remember thinking at that moment, the fact that they went for goal, I thought to myself, we're winning this game because they've conceded. They don't, they, they've, got a, they've got their foot on the throat, but they don't want to take it. So that, that's the biggest thing that sticks out to me in that final. It's not the trial that I scored or whatever else. I remember that particular moment thinking, we've got this because they, they, they don't want it. They, they could go for the jugular right now, but they don't want it.
0: Mate, that's such great insight. I appreciate you you talking about that uh, for the for the listeners at home. Now, I just want to turn our attention to this weekend, Reds v the Brumbies. I'm, I'm sure that you've sort of kept your eye on what's going on here in Super Rugby AU. The the Reds team, such a young team. Can you draw any parallels with that with that championship winning team back there in 2011? Do you think?
1: Yeah, definitely, definitely. And, and I think the biggest thing that I can see with them is um, there are a young crop of players who have stuck together as they've grown through the system, but also stuck to get together through the adversity of, you know, not winning and having had poor results. And like I said, with that group that we had that won in 2011, through those tough times, through that adversity, sticking together allows you to grow in, in confidence as individuals um, and, as, and collectively as a group. And I think you can see in the way that they play, they just understand each other. You know, they they have a familiarity and, and an understanding of the way that they play the game and they just seem like they're so in sync. And I think also, the thing I think I really appreciate that Brad's done is he's made them realise that they're playing for something bigger than themselves. You can tell that when they speak to the media, when they speak amongst themselves, when they play out in the field, they really want to go out there and make make Queensland proud. Yeah,
0: that's absolutely right. Uh, it is, it's been good to watch. And from the Brumbies' perspective, they just seem so clinical, don't they? They're, they're a team that, that they know their game plan and they, they know what they want to do out when they run out onto that field.
1: Yeah, I think with the Brumbies, it's about doing... You know, a lot of the times with teams like the Brumbies, you can get pigeonholed a certain way in terms of being a set-piece orientated team, they're driving more. But the thing is, it works. So I think that for them, what they've got to understand is when they go out there, play to their strengths. It doesn't matter about wanting to play a brand of rugby that's attractive or a brand of rugby that's appealing to the masses or whatever else. It's about going out there and playing winning rugby. And if they, I think if they can do that, it'll be a tough night for the Reds because when they do get their game in flow uh, in terms of getting the set piece going, the rolling wall going, the kicking game going, I think they're a very tough side to beat.
0: Yeah, they certainly are. It's going to be a cracking final down there in Canberra. Just finally, while I've still got you here, Will, uh, this Wallabies squad, the, the Wallabies um, squad's got four scrum halves in there. You've got Nick White, Joe Powell, Tate McDermott and Jake Gordon in there. Uh, you've done a little bit of work with Tate McDermott. I remember we were speaking to you a few weeks ago and, and you, you sort of mentioned that to us. But, um, but Tate's uh, ability to have grown through this season um, and, and make a super rugby final and then make a Wallaby squad, uh, he's, a, he's an exciting prospect for the future, isn't he?
1: He's a great player. And I think he, his growth has been in, in that he's starting to realise more about his game and have more trust in his game. Um, you know, the, the, the more sort of self-confidence that you have and the more the more you know your game, you, it, it gives you the freedom to go out there and just express yourself and play. And um, I, I'm just, I'm, I love watching him play. And he, he thoroughly deserves, obviously, being a part of that Wallaby squad. And I just hope that he goes out there this weekend, continues to play free and express himself. Because I think he's a big key as far as, you know, them, them winning this weekend if they do. Oh, mate, we, uh, we really appreciate your time
0: down here on the Fox Rugby podcast. What's the, what's the plan for you in terms of Japanese rugby? When's it getting up and running again? And uh, you're at Kintetsu, I believe. How's
1: that all going with your training? Mate, it's good. It's, it's been amazing being back with the guys and getting stuck into footy training. Um, we are finishing up a block at the moment, a block of preseason. We have three weeks off and then we start up again mid-October uh, for I think a two and a half month block of preseason, and then our season starts in January next year. So, a lot of training, which is certainly the case over here. But, it, mate, it's great. I'm very fortunate to be doing what I love. So,
0: yeah, absolutely, really mate. We'll stay away from the um, the the karage chicken over there, mate. It's it's dangerous. I know that from my time <laughs> up in Japan.
1: Hundred percent, mate. Hundred percent.
0: And uh, we really appreciate your time on the on the Fox Rugby Podcast, mate. Go well in your preseason.
1: Thanks, brother. Appreciate it, man.
0: Well, thanks again to Nick White for chatting to us a little bit earlier and to Will Genia. It's great to get an insight into what it takes to win a title. He's done it and we're going to go and see the Brumbies take on the Reds on Saturday night at GIO Stadium. Make sure you tune in on Fox Sports 7pm and it's going to be an absolute belter.